What's up, gang? Episode nine. Chalk it up. Welcome back. I'm Tyler Smith here with the, the co-host of mine, Noah and Mook. Yep. Luke was early today for once. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> About five minutes early, actually. So we got a little, um, got a little new show, new episode for us. Uh, we're going to do a little book discussion as we talked uh, about on the last podcast. Today we're going to discuss um, Serious Growth 3, Big Beyond Belief by Leo Costa. I believe that's how you say his name. He was a bodybuilder. Um, got a little book. I read it last fall. Took some good notes on it. I'm going to bring a lot of discussion to the table from the notes I've taken. Get and, Luke uh, fired up. Get Luke, As always. Get Luke going. <laughs> nah, I'm really excited about today's show. Something new, something we haven't done before. Um, hopefully as we move forward, we can continue doing this with different books and stuff. Um, you know, I feel like a health and fitness book, um, in particular, can can bring a lot of new discussion to the table. So, yeah, new ideas, new ideas. You know, get everybody's opinion on something. Um, the birds have joined us tonight. It's always good to get the nature vibes. Nah, it is. It's a little background, like you can't hear it really loud, but you know, it's there. It's, it's the different aspects that you don't yeah. get at every podcast. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, first thing first, we'll kick it off with the Spartan Super. We got it this weekend. Uh, I'm not even sure if you two are doing it. Um, I guess we can ask about that right now. <laughs> I, I'm still debating. Uh, uh, is it in, the one in Fayetteville? Yeah, Fayetteville. I don't think that's going to happen. Fayetteville Super. I'm still debating. I would like to. I would yep. like to. Um, so Sunday, I think it's 8.2 miles with 25 obstacles. No. Yeah, I'm, I'm more of just ready for the basic 5K. <laughs> no, I was waiting for next year. Yeah, next I would year's like uh, to. I would sprint. Like to. Yeah, we'll see though. That's so, what I'm wait for. I don't really got many expectations for myself. I just don't want to walk, and yeah. I would like to go 20 for 25 on the obstacles, which would be a 150 burpee penalty. <laughs> so, 30 burpees a failed obstacle. Dude, you don't think you could get all of them? No, well, my first Spartan race, I think I missed three. Huh? I think there was only twenty. What happened, What do you mean miss? Do you like? So you fail the obstacle, like you can't you, do it. Yeah, you can't do the obstacle. So what do you do? You do burpees. That's kind of that's wild. Yeah. That's so like for for example, there is a uh, I think I failed. Is there a guy counting you when you do burpees? No, it's just like at your own. Well, there might be somebody. Honestly, I'm not sure if there's like. <laughs> what a are you guy. trying to do? Like, I can't remember. <laughs> I'm just sitting here thinking. I'm like, I can, I can see some judgment. Like, ah, one, two, twenty-seven, twenty-eight, twenty-nine, yeah. thirty. Yeah, I honestly can't remember exactly if there was somebody there counting them or if I was just if it was just a trust thing. Yeah. But I'm not sure. But I would like to just go twenty for twenty-five on the obstacles. Uh, last time I failed, I failed two back to back, which sucked. Yeah, that was a lot so of work. You do them right there. Yeah, like there's like a pit. Each ex or each obstacle has like a little pit, and um, the burpee pit, and you just go over there and yeah, like knock the, them out. It's like the burpees of shame. Yeah, yeah. No, that's exactly what it is. But I failed the rope climb, and then I failed the monkey bars back to back. So I failed the rope climb, did my burpees, and then failed the monkey bars. But they were the last two obstacles before the finish line, and they he were they were muddy. Like yeah. the obstacles were muddy. The yeah. rope was like. Honestly, it? if you if it's like if you stuck your hands in a in like a five five gallon bucket of Vaseline and tried to climb yeah. the rope, that's what it was that's like. That's what it was like. Well, like what was the like you climbing up a wall or something or like? We talking about this? Oh, it was just like a dangling rope. A dangling. You had to pull yourself up. Yeah, you, know, you just had to climb the rope and then 
hit the little there's like a bell on every obstacle or most of them that you have to hit and that's like you completed the obstacle yeah interesting. but yeah i failed those two and then i believe i failed one of the the rock walls it was like a rock wall um it was like side we had to walk from side to side and you could only use like the rocks that were on the wall you know you wasn't climbing up the wall you were yeah. climbing like side, side to side, side yeah. yeah that was one i failed so but besides that i passed or i didn't fail the rest of them but yeah, I wrote down, don't walk, go 20 for 25 on obstacles, and don't lose my shoes. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. So, yeah, don't use the shoes. Yeah, so that's really it for the, the Spartan Super. <laughs> um, maybe next summer we'll get to knock out the beast, and then we'll get to a little trifecta, and we'll be um, on the way to new adventures. You're going to try to do the, uh, the sprint next summer. You're going to try to do that next summer? Do it, yeah. yeah. Sprint's fun. It, it took me about... I think the fastest sprint by like professionals and stuff takes them about 40 minutes. Yeah. So I was trying to get like somewhere. It's like a, it's a 5k. So it's 5k with like 20 obstacles. Yeah. But, um, I got it in like an hour 20 or something, you know, nothing crazy, but I think I finished decent, like for my age group and overall. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was just, I was happy. I don't, like I said, I don't believe I walked any and I passed most of the obstacles. So. It was, a, it was a really good experience, and I think this year, I think it's 8.2. They say it's a 10K, but I'm pretty sure each Spartan race has, like, a, like, so they say it's a 10K, but it really could be, like, six to eight miles, depending on the course. Yeah. And then, like, the 5K is, like, anywhere between three and five miles, depending on the course. Yeah. Um, but I can't remember what I was going to say. Oh, the, uh, the super, the fastest time in the super is, like, 80 minutes. So like nobody hour. nobody's finishing what under an hour twenty. Do what? What is it? It's the ten k. Oh. It's the ten. It's the six to eight. And the, oh, okay. the beast is the half. What's the, yeah, what's the, the half. beast? The, I'm pretty sure it's a half. Yeah. yeah. Probably like thirteen to fifteen. Days. Probably thirteen to fifteen. Yeah. Um. You doing that? Try one of these days. <laughs> yeah. So looking forward to that. That should be fun. I think I got a ten forty five uh, start time. No, I haven't really looked. The best of luck to you. I appreciate it. Yeah, that's a good start time to too. That's not like super. Early. Nah, well, that was I. I had the opportunity to pick some start times, um, and I was like, I didn't want to go super early, you yeah. know. Yeah, you gonna wear the uh, chalk it up shirts uh, that Luke got us? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was still waiting for mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, need to get those in. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we can work on that. I think I got. You know how I was talking to you guys about the uh, just the chalk it up words. Yeah. yeah. I, I did that for the header on the YouTube channel. Okay. So, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. If you send that in there, you can. Yeah, we might can so, figure some yeah. shirt, some for a shirt out. But, and for a flag. You can a, put flag a flag or something. Oh, cool. No, that would be cool on a flag. It would be cool. You could, you could get it done. Or do like a decal for the back of the truck. <laughs> good. I mean, <laughs> I mean yeah. we, we could get creative with the uh, merchandise. Merch. We'll, we'll, we'll set up a website. We'll see if we can guys. get a merch drop. So y'all yeah. stay tuned. Yeah. We'll set up a website for you. <laughs> All right. So we'll kind of move on from the Spartan Super uh, and get into some book discussion. So I just kind of want to see if maybe you guys were reading anything right now, whether that's like articles, blogs, books, anything in particular. Um, I, you know, Luke, Luke Noah. Uh, I, like I said, the last episode, I did say I believe I was reading Eleven Rings yeah. by Phil Jackson. Yeah. Probably about a little over halfway through. That's a pretty good book, mm -hmm. I think. Um, obviously, that's not health and fitness, but nah, as mean, someone who's in the coaching field, at least for right now, <laughs> trying to be, yeah. uh, I think it's helped. And also, it gives a lot about, like, personal mindset and, like, how you continuously get a little better. Uh, I started reading that one. 
and uh for some people who don't know who watches the podcast, I'm a nursing major, and so I started raising a nursing dynamics one-on-one. And How's that going? Is that, like, for school? or is No, it was something I was doing on my own. Yeah. It was just, like, how to succeed in the profession. And also, that one is written by someone who's actually kind of similar to me. He was, like, a, he was a fitness trainer and a nurse at the same mm-hmm. time. And so, like, he kind of talked about some of that, too. But he didn't really get into much fitness, but he talks about, like, mental goals and mental challenges you have to set for yourself. So it's been pretty good, both of mm-hmm. us. And, so. uh I think I've learned a little bit more in probably the 11 rings, maybe because I'm a little more interested because yeah. <laughs> it is Phil Jackson. Yeah, but, um, you got to find something that's, that yeah. int- interests you. Yeah. Um, that's one thing I've learned. You know, people will give me books like they recommend stuff, and it's like, I just can't ever get into them. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, I don't really know. I think, I think it's always good to read, too, because I think, it's, no, a, it is, I think sure. it's a good form of learning. Yeah, yeah it's um, a lot of information. Just, yeah, you learn a lot of stuff. Yeah. You, you can learn, learn from people's mistakes, too. Yeah, and I think – you know, like a lot of times, especially if guys like us that are in school, like we sit there and listen to a teacher talk all the time, which gets really boring. Yeah. But I think it's better to see from someone's own perspective in words. Yeah. yeah. Like so Phil Jackson or mm-hmm. this nurse, I forget his name or what his name was. But, like, I think that's been a really good perspective for me, what I can do, what I shouldn't do, mm-hmm. what yeah. he did wrong, like you said, learn from their mistakes. So it's been, yeah. it's been good reading Definitely. these two books. Good stuff. No, I'm not reading the book right now. Any article, um, anything? Um... um not like nothing in particular nothing. like um another, something i do check out every once in a while is t nation uh, i don't okay. know if you've heard of that it's got a bunch of articles yeah yeah just about like everything yeah. fitness yeah. no yeah and so, so like i'll get on that you know here here and there but no i'm not reading anything but if y'all do have any recommendations short like nothing just, nothing crazy long <laughs> well i mean not like not like cause i know they're probably not gonna be that long but like you know just something uh, I mean, I I like reading. Uh, Westside Barbell puts have out. Have you read uh, Bears Nick Bears book? Twenty five hours. Yeah. No, I haven't. I've I read his. I read or listened to. He made a. I think an ebook that he made. It was like the Go One More ebook or something. Oh, yeah. I I listened to that. It was like it was a short book. It was like it wasn't as long as the twenty five hours one. But I would like to read. Yeah, that I, one. If, if I was picking one for like for you to read, I, the either that one or the David Goggins book that he's yeah, got. Yeah, yeah. I've read David Goggins book. I've yeah. heard that book's really good. No, it's really good. Yeah, I've heard that book's like mind opener. Really? So no, I, yeah. I might would look into that. I want to read that one. So. That, well, that one's um. I actually bought that one on Amazon not too long ago. Well, yeah, I read it online for free. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, David Goggins. With well, no, it was on like a scholarly article website uh, or scholarly source website. Yeah. Not sure why. Like, I've heard that book's like super good. So it was really good. I bought book, yeah. that one, and obviously I bought the Phil Jackson and another one. I'd like to buy the Nick Bear too, but we'll see. I mean, it just takes time to read books. You know, you can't yeah. just yeah. buy can't a slew of books. Yeah. And, <laughs> just buy and say I'm reading them all in one month. They don't work like that. Nah, yeah. I'm still listening to. I think around the time we were talking about Murph, I was telling you guys I was reading the book Victory Point. I'm finishing up that book right now. Yeah. I'm not really sure what's next on the list. Maybe 25 hours. Honestly, uh. Yeah. I got a few books in the house. Um, I have a. It was a basketball leadership book. It was just it was just given to my dad. And he gave it to me, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I want to read that one. I can't I can't remember the name off the top of my head, but um, articles every now and then I'll pop on like Westside Barbell and read yeah. their articles because they have articles wrote back since like the early two thousands. Well, yeah, they were in that documentary. Yeah, yeah. The guy what's his name, Louis. Louis uh, Simmons, yeah. Yeah, Simmons. yeah. He um. Yeah, the uh, bigger. Yeah, they were talking about he was 
He's so, big on that guy I mean, said he's like, yeah, he's gonna quit. He's gonna quit doing steroids. And the, that Louis guy was like, yeah, he's not gonna quit doing steroids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I mean so Louis, he might quit for a while, but he he'll, he'll hop back on. Yeah. yeah. Louis he just writes about like it's like his articles are like super specific to something. It's like he'll write one on like muscular endurance or like how to train the triceps. Yeah. For you know strength or like how to lock out your deadlift. Just like he'll tra- he'll like write an article on super specific things, mm-hmm. and then another guy that I that I like, the Corey Gregory, he writes yeah. artic- yeah. Uh, articles every now and then. Um, they call it, they're called Max Effort Mindset, and they're good just like motivation articles. Yeah. And they'll have challenges in them sometimes. That's the thing I liked about Goggins' book is each chapter would have a challenge or something for you to like do. Um, actually, when I every time I read a book online, I like take notes on it. Um, and I took a lot of notes on his book. Um, that might be something we could bring to the table yeah, one yeah. show. Um, I'll definitely like to write, read that book. No, nah, but it's a good <laughs> yeah, book. Yeah, you should. I will say there is one person that I do uh, read some articles from. It's like, uh, I don't know if y'all have heard of this guy, but his Instagram page is like More Plates, More Dates. More Dates. dates. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a YouTube channel. Yeah, and I, he uh, every time he comes on there, he's always talking about like some MD article he read or some like mm-hmm. trial they've used or something and I may be wrong, but isn't he like is, he works in the medical field? Yeah, he does he? do something like that. I just don't know what he does. He might be like a PA or something. I'm not exactly sure. His t- and heck, I could be completely wrong. But I'm I pretty thought sure he did he too. Is. Yeah, but like he's all the time like most time every time he says something, he's like he makes tr- tries to make sure it's scientifically backed. Yeah, he's always like pointing out a document where they like did trials or something like that. And sometimes I skim through those. Some of them are pretty good mm-hmm. actually, yeah. especially when it comes to like how you should train, like what's most effective in building size, what's the most effective in trying to get, you know, that chiseled look everybody's looking for and stuff yeah. like that. So there's been some good stuff I've read on there. I haven't read nothing on his page or whatever in a mm. while, though. So I watched one of his videos. He's got a pretty good YouTube channel. Um, I'm, he was talking about pre-workout, yeah. how you should, like, take it with water instead of dry-scooping yeah, it. Yeah. And um, Crazy, yeah. some he, of the stuff he, ba- he talks about. He basically said that, like, water makes, like, all your supplements go. So, like... You know, if you, not necessarily you'll get like a more intense pre-workout, but it's just like it's better for you to take. Be more hydrated. Yeah, it's like just whatever. Well, it's not. It's probably also like I feel like I've watched. I mean, that, that makes like I would. Rather, it's probably if you're just dry scooping, it's not actually going to go. You know, without I, water. I can, like I said, it's been a while since I've like watched that video, but it was something about like he basically talked about like you need to drink water if you're taking supplements because like the more water that's in your body and stuff like. They're gonna make your supplements go, you know that type of yeah, thing. Yeah, that makes sense. But, but yeah, we can um, we can hop right in. A good little book talk discussion. Let's you, do uh, it. Well, we got a little light now. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty fired up about this, guys. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Got a, we yeah. got. I, I'm I'm glad I don't know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I think that brings a good dynamic. And this is like like you said, open discussion. It up just like straight up, like first thoughts. Yeah. 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 So, so one thing I want to say about um, everything before we dive into it, these are just notes I took. Like, these aren't quotes from the book. <coughs> these aren't, you know, yeah. anything like that. These, these were just no, like what I got, what I learned from reading the book, and thought that was a good point for yeah. me to like. It was. I mean, they're, it was, just, it was, they're yeah. notes, you know. This ain't, this ain't enough e- to try to, to write down. Yeah. This ain't so. English class where he's got an MLA yeah. citation yeah. or anything. <laughs> That's long gone. All right, so first one, um, it's under. I did so I did it like this. I did. Oh wow! Uh, there's like headings, and then there's like 
I like this stuff. Yeah. All right, so the first one, um, it says, and there's more to it. I'll just kind of break it down. If you plan on burning off fat by adding uh, any uh, like aerobics program to your training, remember this will require um, energy, just like building muscle. If you pursue yeah. both at the same time, you'll find that you'll cut the effectiveness by each by 50%. What's your thoughts on that one? Because we always talk about lifting and running at totally the same agree. time. Cut the effectiveness. Totally yeah. agree. I, I, I was I was reading something. That, well, good. No, I was gonna say. I, I mean, I know it's true. Yeah. But like you saying, you cut your how effective you're gonna be, say, in running if yeah. you if you lift while you're running. Yes. Or like vice versa. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I, okay. Wait, actually, hold on. <laughs> I, I agree. We, no, just, I, we just messed up my brain. So, like, he's saying, like, so, so if he's, you run if, and lift, then you're not going to be fully effective be, in both. Yes. Yeah, like, okay. you, and it's going to cut. He's, well, this is the it notes cuts I took. the productivity of both down to yeah. 50%. The effectiveness yeah, 50, okay. by, 50, by yeah. each. Okay, 50, yeah, I so, totally agree with that. I mean, like I said, I don't, I mean, I'm not sure how accurate that number is. Um, I'm not sure if he had, like, any proof of this or any, like, like research he done. Yeah. Um, but it's just really interesting. I mean, if that's true, 50%, I feel like that's a lot. But, you know, I f- you got to think, like... I feel like it can be done with other... Like, it doesn't have to be. Like, other people, like, can do that. Yeah. And well, not keep, take keep, away from- Key point in what he says, though. If you're burning, like, trying to burn fat. So that means you're in a caloric deficit. Oh, so you so basically just to burn fat yeah if if you're maintaining then it can be done i believe is that not what he says well so the whole, oh, the yeah, whole if you eat a bunch of yeah the yeah, whole yeah. note was if your goal is to achieve maximum muscle growth then you right. do not want to plan on you do not want to plant you do not want to overburden your system sorry by trying to lose fat at the same time okay yeah so yeah, a, no, so yeah. achieve max muscle growth and burning fat at the same time you yeah. do not want to do that um, no. overburden your system, as he said. If you plan on burning off fat by adding aerobics program to your training, this will require energy, just like building muscle. Yeah. So I guess it's saying I should have read that. Actually, it's my a, fault. So it's saying like so. You say know, you're, you're trying, you're trying to, you know, you're getting ready for a bodybuilding show or something. Yeah. You're trying to obviously put on as much muscle yeah. as possible yeah. and and burn some fat. And correct. You're, yeah, you're getting, you're trying to get chiseled. Basically. Yeah. If you pursue both of these at the same time, you'll find that you'll cut the effectiveness by each by 50%. And I may have been more specific. I'm not sure if, if he's talking about doing an aerobics program or lifting weights or if he's talking about... Are he talking about... Like, he, he actually talk- might be talking about muscle and fat. Is he talking about like... No, I think lifting, you had it right the first time. The, adding, the, the li- running and lifting. Yeah, because lift, lifting, like, yeah, so basically lifting weights and then adding running to burn yeah. the fat. Yeah, I don't think. Pa- yeah. That, I feel like that's what, like, yeah, well, I agree. It's not yeah, like, effective. The whole thing I was, Couldn't be. like, uh, if you're, like, trying to burn fat, like, anything I've learned, and obviously this guy knows more than I do, but I agree with what he's saying because, like, if you're trying to burn fat and then keep on as much muscle as possible, the more... calories you expend running's not the way to do it you're not gonna be able to like you're gonna lose fat obviously but you're not still gonna keep on as much muscle no because like you're burning too many calories i mean the way to keep on the most muscle is like yeah like yeah lift as hard as you can eat as much as you can yeah and so when if you're but now when you're losing adding adding the burn fat when you're losing fat in there obviously you you have to you have to lose some calories somewhere and so if you eat less and still lift hard i think that's probably the best way to go if you're just strictly trying to get chiseled because Without you're not, you're not like, you know, burning 10,000 calories a day or something, which is not feasible of maintaining muscle growth because mm-hmm. that calorie, them calories have to come from somewhere. And 
what happens when you break down calories is, you know, your body's going to say, all right, I'm going to eat some fat or I'm going to eat some muscle. It's got to do something. <laughs> well, you know, you also he also said aerobics program. You look at – so if you look at an anaerobic program. There's tons of a different aerobics programs. Yeah. As far as, like, sprinting and stuff goes, like, you know, I've always made – the point's always been made that you look at somebody – you look at a guy, like a professional marathon runner. You look at him, and you look at a professional sprinter. Who's more, like, chiseled? Sprinter. The sprinter, for sure, yeah. right? So, yeah, though, adding in, a like, a 20-minute, 30-minute, you know, jog or whatever, like, that's not helping you get chiseled, no. you know? Like, the true way to, to, to achieve that is, yeah, is to hit quick the... Quick spurts yeah. of... Like, the high-intensity high high yeah, interval yeah, yeah. training, the hit workouts, you know... Uh, we talk about mind pump. They always talk yeah. about doing hit and yeah, stuff. They're, yeah, they're like focused around. Yeah. Getting like kind of like that. I feel yeah. like they don't focus a lot on cardio. No, it's like it's like uh, I don't know if I said it last podcast, but I was talking about somebody who was a marathon runner and a lifter. I figured out who it was. It was Ryan Hall. Y'all remember mm-hmm. that guy? Ryan Hall. Yeah, Ryan Hall. Mm-hmm. Look him up. He's pretty good. I have to. And uh, but he had, like he had a good point. He's like when I was like actually competing for marathons. Yeah, I was like, I forget how tall he is, but he was like one forty. <laughs> he was yeah. a short. He was a small guy. Yeah. He says now that I'm actually lifting and stuff and I'm eating right, he says I can do run and both because you know I'm. I was already a good runner. I just added in the lifting and now I eat more. Yeah, and so it's like now it's not that big of a deal because he still runs seven miles a day, lift, and he'll still look jacked because he's already at the point he wants to be. Yeah. yeah. But for someone who's like it says in you know this guy's book or whatever, he's like if you're trying to lose fat. Obviously, you're not where you want to be. Yeah. So you're not maintaining. You're losing something. Mm. You can't be doing so much. So. For sure. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That's, that's a good point. All right, so next one. That was um, under adaptation and muscle growth. Um, this next one's under overtraining. So it's, the note was, when your body is stressed beyond its ability to recover, or that's the definition of overtraining. Yeah. If that happens on a frequent basis, your muscle growth will be halted. You can even lose some of your growth. I mean, I think this is another kind of obvious one, but in this one in particular, has this ever happened to you guys? Because it's, it's happened to me before. And I don't, I don't necessarily want to say like I've lost, um, like I've gotten smaller or something like that, or I, I wasn't as strong. But I do feel the like my like, prog- my progress was halted because I was overtrained. Uh, yeah, I, I think mean, I think yeah. you can definitely easily overtrain and. Because if you just never allow your body to recover, mm-hmm. it's just going to, I guess, stay that way, wouldn't it? Yeah, well... It's going to adapt to how it's been. One of the... Treated. one of the uh, There's actually another section here, but it talks about overtraining and stuff. Um, you know, if you're constantly, like, working out and you're st- your body's still, like, recovering, then you're never really making... Progress. Like, yeah, progress, yeah. yeah. Like, your, your body's always recovering, and then you're just beating your body back down. Yeah. And like I said, that that happened with me, and a lot of it, I believe, had to do with my sleep um, during the school year. You know, like I just was not getting much sleep, yeah. and I was waking up super early and doing like either football or doing ROTC, and then like in the evening, I felt obligated to go do another workout, mm-hmm. and I was just like pounding like some type of caffeine just yeah. to try to yeah. get through the workout, and like halfway through the workout, I was just dumped. Yeah, like I felt like crap, and then by like by like thursday you know that's like i was just trash completely trash and that's when i started kind of like realizing like okay i need to start like prioritizing sleep more 
and I need to Definitely. take a I need to take a day off during the week. So yeah. I started. That's when I started doing the three days on, one day off. Yeah. Um, and I would normally take Thursdays off because Thursdays got to the point where they were like my busiest days. So I was kind of like, okay, well, training on Thursdays is going to be like it's not going to be a thing. Yeah. Um, and I think that helped me like recover a lot. That was kind of a day I could just kind of rest up, catch back up, and you know try to recover. Um, that's why, like I said, that's when I started using that three day on, three days on, one day off, um, yeah. kind of method, and I think it worked really well for me. But um, you know, just kind of wanted to hear your guys' thoughts on overtraining stuff. Maybe if it's ever happened to you. Yeah, like I said, uh, it it definitely happened to me with running. Running. <laughs> and that does sound pretty easy to anybody who doesn't mm. like to run. But like I remember, there was a point in time. I think it was around. Uh, did you overtrain or did you plateau? Is okay. there a, and do y'all think there's a difference? There is a difference, I believe. Uh, yeah. yeah, for sure. I mean, like in anything, you're going to see results. Like if you're starting something new, and there's notes in in this thing about that, yeah. starting new cycles and yeah. and and putting your body through something. And we actually we might be discussing. I can't remember for sure, but once you start something new, and you hit it, you know, full steam straight ahead, your body's going to adapt to <clears throat> adapt to that, and you're going to yeah. see results from that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but if you keep doing the same thing that's when you you know you kind of plateau uh, you you, st- you don't see yeah. the results that you were seeing and that's when you have to change it back up i think so, i think plateauing and i think they're overtraining different. are are different but sometimes can correlate yeah. like if you're if you're overtraining then the, your body is like you said going to get used to what you're doing or whoever just said that time. so i mean that's kind of like a plateau it, yeah it's just gonna, it's just gonna like okay well this is you know yeah. this is what we're, we're doing not gonna, like we're a, not gonna get any we better don't get, good sleep so yeah. you know we're gonna keep running and efficiently yeah and so does, basically and like i was saying for me like there was a point last year like when corona happened like obviously you know high school sports ended for me and so i quit i picked up running a lot even more than i was and so like i remember there was a point i was running and this is crazy some people were like wow but i would run five miles in the morning five miles in the evening i remember you always said you'd run to west once during the day and then run back yeah uh, run to west uh in the afternoon yeah and uh and so like (laughs) yeah i was in the best shape of my life for like the first five weeks of it but at like week five i remember like i just hit like a wow my legs are gone (laughs) and so like i never really think for anyone who's running a lot i never really think your lungs will ever plateau i think always your cardiovascular health and stuff like that can always improve i mean you'll get some guys i mean like these professional marathon runners they didn't get what they were by just saying oh well (laughs) i ran five this morning five this afternoon i can stop now no i think they always got better but your legs and stuff like that can definitely plateau you you gotta allow yourself to recover yeah like it's beneficial and i will say you're gonna be better after your recovery something i will say to hit on that is like there is a difference between like overtraining yourself and then just being like you know like sluggish yeah and so what like tyler points i think like sleep has a, a big factor on recovery but also it just has like a big factor on like mental mental health going into something oh yeah like if you're just tired and stuff why are you going to want to work out <laughs> like you're yeah, not you're, you're, you want to go to bed yeah. you're tired and so that might sound like oh he's copping out because he's tired well no obviously tyler would work out and stuff but there would be a day in the week he'd be like man i just can't work out today i'm just wore out from every other day and so I don't know. It's definitely well, something to think about. Well, we would, we can kind of just flow right into the next one. It's about sleep, actually. Um, it says serious growth prescribes nine to ten hours of sleep a day. This could be straight ten hours at at night or eight hours a night with one to two in the afternoon. Uh, important sleep is 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 good to a health. Jesus, I can't speak. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> good sleep is uh, is key to a 
health and fitness lifestyle. Even if you aren't on a weight training program, a healthy dose of sleep is important. And that we can just keep keep talking about 100% sleep. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I, I completely agree. I was going to say I heard, it might have been like in Mind Pump or something, but they were saying, like, whatever you're, like you said, it's 9 to 10 hours. Yeah. The guy was saying like 8 hours. He said, if you don't get your 8 hours that, mm. like, your optimal amount of sleep anything less than that your body's just not gonna run as mm. efficiently yeah. as it can well it's like for me like, even if you don't feel bad you know like they yeah. get seven hours or six and a half hours you're like you're kind of losing you're a little out tired yeah yeah, yeah. This is, that's what he's saying like there's just more potential because yeah. when there's more time like your body could yeah. have recovered a little bit and more. like uh for me i'm not like disagreeing with him but i think everybody's got like I mean, I also yeah. I was gonna say everybody's yeah. got different yeah that's amounts they can sleep yeah. And like for someone like Tyler who's in the military, I mean, sometimes you wake up at what time in the morning? <laughs> early, early before the sun <laughs> before the sun's even up. And so like sometimes Tyler, there's no point in going to sleep. Yeah, Tyler. Some nights might get what four, five, maybe three. <laughs> so yeah, there's been some nights and like. <laughs> Yeah, Whoa. obviously he's probably not going to be productive. It's like and stuff. a nap. <laughs> productive when as productive within days, but people are me- more mentally tough than they think. Now, when yeah. it comes to like actually building muscle, obviously you're not going to be able to do that every day of the week and get just 21 yeah. hours a week. I, yeah, I agree with the nine to ten hours. Yeah. So, like, if well, you want to put on it, like for muscle growth and fast muscle growth, I think if you get more, the more sleep, the better. Well, it's I'm gotta a, be. I'm gonna be honest with you. The best shape I've been in in a while was probably over Christmas break. Like when all I was doing was just like, like I didn't have school or anything. Like all I was doing was just like sleeping. Like real, honestly, until I just wanted to wake up mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah, then, nice. and then going to the gym yeah. and then, you know, hitting, I could hit two, three hours in the gym, come back and eat and, you know, do everything I needed to do and yeah. just do it again. Yeah, I think for me, like, uh, this is, well, this is on topic, but like I've always said, like when I'm working out through the week, I'd like to get seven hours of sleep, yeah. seven to eight. And I don't want to go over that because then, like, everything becomes a time crunch because, like, working out, yeah. you got school, yeah. got a coach, got a job mm. or whatever. And so during the week, but on the weekends, Saturday, Sunday, yeah, so I get about ten hours. That's what, Yeah, that's the recovery. <laughs> yeah, then are the times, like, okay, I'm going to rest up, yeah. feel good. <laughs> yeah, you look at uh, Matt Frazier, and we've talked about him a few, him a few times, you know, on, on here before. Um in the dark boys but uh matt fraser said when he when he won he won five straight crossfit games he said he was getting 10 hours of sleep every night during the the heat of his season yeah and i'm sure that was a a key reason to why he was just better than everybody yeah um you know and i'm sure if how hard he was working out too yeah yeah. he's gonna be tired it's just (laughs) well it's just like like you said a few minutes ago no it's like sometimes you're just like that sleep just you wake up and you're like wow i'm rested i feel good like i can go attack the day attack the lifts attack whatever you gotta attack and then the mother days when you get like five hours or whatever you're like dang i need to lay back down but you can't you gotta gotta get after it or whatever and so and that's another thing i think we've actually discussed on here was you know i I, we talked about one time maybe in one of our earlier episodes but you know last year we were doing the the old army fitness test oh yeah and i got like three out like four hours of sleep the night before and just had a really bad night and you know one of our cadre members told me that like look if, if your nutrition hydration and your sleep is not dialed in then like it's almost pointless to train now like i said i don't know how true that is like i don't know if it's actually pointless but i started taking that to heart and like 
the days that I wouldn't get, like, honestly, over, like, five or six hours of sleep, like, I wouldn't train. Just because yeah. I felt like it was more beneficial for me to just, like, maybe to take a nap yeah. or yeah. something. Yeah, recover. It's just, like, yeah. recover. I mean, pro- that's, I, yeah, I There's see definitely that. some truth. And I, I feel like we haven't talked about this much, but I feel like the sleep and something we've learned in uh, nursing school is, like, or being in the health department is, like, 25% of your health is mental. <laughs> like, and so, like, if you're not rested and all that and it's just a mental battle all the time, then, like, oh, yeah. you're losing a, a big part of your health and that can turn into, like, and stress, then stress deteriorates probably a lot of stuff, more than just muscles, yeah. I'd imagine. Yeah. So, definitely important to get your sleep. <laughs> well, um, another thing I started doing, you know, those nights that... Appreciate <laughs> those nights that, uh, you know, that I would get very little sleep, like, I would almost always find time to take, get a nap in. Yeah. If I was getting three or four hours of sleep that night, like, I was coming back and taking at least, like, a two-hour nap, three-hour nap, yeah. if, I, if I could, you know. And that, obviously, there was days, like, I couldn't do that. Yeah. But, you yeah. know, if I could, like, if I had a block where I could, because um, most of the time, honestly, if I'm waking up at three or four in the morning, it's to do some type of exercise. Yeah. You know, obviously, there's, like, some occasions where I'm not, but yeah. like for the most part, I almost say, like, 80% of the time, it's, it's to get up and do something, like a ruck or some type of PT. So, it's like, I'm getting some exercise in, but it's like that sleep I'm missing out on, it's like, I got to catch back up sometime throughout the day. Yeah, so, I'd always try to, like, if it was right after or if it wasn't, um, I would always try to find some time to get it in. But this next one, I believe, is going to be um, nutrition. It says good, solid nutrition is an important aspect of recovery. This involves not only eating the right foods, but eating enough of the right foods. Well, improper training is the number one reason bodybuilders don't reach their goals. Nutrition is a hard number two. Often the solution to the problem is simple. Eat more calories. We've kind of of been discussing calories and stuff um, as well. You know, calories in, calories out. Um, If you're looking to gain weight or lose weight, you know, it's really just about yeah. what's coming in what's coming out now obviously you can be more healthy or less healthy about you know yeah. those calories that you put in yeah yeah um but yeah i mean it's obviously cool. you gotta have the you know the good training but you gotta follow it up with the nutrition <laughs> uh yeah uh you're a nutrition guy definitely am i think nutrition's huge um i agree with that statement about 90 <laughs> percent. i think the 10 percent i disagree is like um I, I do believe there's some good science back that says like if you're trying to gain or you know have more muscle that you can eat a maintenance amount of calories you don't have to overeat if you're, you're trying to uh i it's i think it's like well this this is this, how fast you want to do it yeah well, well this is this is the this is really it, the thing it says a good solid nutrition is an important aspect of recovery wow. oh, so yeah. we're talking yeah. like we're, we're talking about like mcdonald's versus like versus like a, a clean a, sandwich wrap yeah something, something yeah. like that you know well, um, i think like uh Y'all know who uh, James West is? No. <laughs> uh, or James Jesse something West. He's like this pretty young bodybuilder. But he's always taught, he's like a. We'll right now. Uh, he's like a Greg Doucette si- disciple. <laughs> um, yeah. He uh, he always says like uh, he doesn't bulk anymore. He says he'll he'll main gain, and so like he doesn't try to put on any extra calories. He says he just lifts harder than he did does last and time. Eats extremely clean. It, it, it eats yeah. clean. Because it has like if, if you're trying to do that and like 
you have to be really clean about yeah. how you. Well, it's about and but this is where then people differ from us because it's about hitting the macros. Yeah. Because the protein is extremely important when you're yeah. trying to be when you're around like the main gain stuff. If yeah. you're getting in 150 grams of protein a day, that's not enough. <laughs> no. Well, and this is this guy that wrote the book was like body, like bodybuilding focused. Like yeah. he was a bodybuilder. He like I mean this book is probably built around bodybuilding. Yeah. And so like I. I totally think um, uh, that uh, like main gaining is something that's real because it's like we talked about a long time ago in like that episode that I was a guest on or whatever. Um, uh, there's a difference between a guy who eats 2,000 calories a day, eats a you know good healthy diet, and the guy who eats 2,000 calories a day and eats ice cream. Yeah. And same thing, I believe. If, yeah, I think there's the same difference with the same guy who's like, okay, I'm gonna eat maintenance amount of calories not lift and the guy who says i'm eating maintenance amount of calories and does lift that guy who does lift is going to gain muscle i mean he he's doing something you would have to like when you have because you're burning more calories you would have to eat more well that's what i'm saying maintenance so So you have to eat like 2500 calories yeah so if like so if if that's i mean just like everybody's different like for for those who don't know the amount of calories i should intake is different than the amount of calories like any of y'all probably yeah Yeah. like Like, one thing that people should find out if you're taking stuff like this serious is like your basic metabolic rate bmr yeah that's your your bmr is yeah so like your bmr is like what you do or your calories you burn if you didn't move all day that's like just what your body yeah i I, I, I actually we in my exercise fizz class we um learned about that yeah and so like well, I was going to say, like, first, I, I can't remember the exact charts, but I will look back and... There's supposed it. to be a science to it, but it's not completely accurate because that science is based off it. Then people are at decent health. Yeah. Yeah, because, like... Oh, wait, what was it? The, uh... BMR. BMR. Okay. Basal yeah. metabolic rate yeah, or basic Cause, No, because we did learn about that, and it was, like, for somebody that does, like, nothing to this it yeah. was like calories yeah like te- technically speaking if noah spain hour sat home all day i only need two thousand calories you wouldn't need yeah yeah, yeah. You, obviously you would need less than somebody that works yeah. out like two yeah. yeah so like if you just sat in your couch or you just sat in your bed didn't move all day and someone came and fed you two thousand calories you should be able to do that for the rest of your life and not gain a pound yeah <laughs> technically that's what it technically, means technically but yeah you it would, yeah i mean it's all gonna be different yeah like you do that for, there, there, there's probably a hundred two hundred different calorie difference for some people yeah but yeah. What I'm saying about main gain is, okay, so if you lift and you burn 500 calories, then you should eat 2,500 calories, not any more. And, and that should put muscle less. on you. It yeah. should. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, just from what I've, like, learned yeah. about. And it's yeah. just, I think the science backs it, too, because, like, it's not like you're losing muscle because you're losing weight. You're eating enough calories to yeah. supply to, nutrients to, to your body. Yeah. And so Recover. that's why people who bulk or whatever, there's a little different vibe because some of them bodybuilders now they don't bulk and they just say okay i'm just gonna try to lift as hard as i can and main gain as much as i can the well like jay cutler and stuff from watching like his videos i feel like he was always like bulking yeah before his shows and stuff and then he was gonna he would always had said like he just cut his or got right on his diet like 12 like, weeks out. Yeah. Yeah. 10, 12 weeks out. Yeah. And, and, I've heard, I, mean, I think I've heard, I think I heard Ronnie Coleman talking about that. The bulk and stuff, like, it's not like it, that doesn't work. It's just for some people, for the average day, I, what, I what happens. I guess it's all based on how real, like, how big you want to get. Yeah. Yeah. Because what happens is, like, for most people, like, say you bulk and whatever, and you get, you do get bigger, but you put on just a little extra fat. Because when you do eat excess calories, 
you're gonna you might gain a little fat or whatnot. Yeah. But, and then you're, you're like you got to lose that weight. They're like, oh, I don't want to do that again. That's yeah. just something I don't want to do. <laughs> well, if you look at like Ronnie Coleman, throughout the years, he was like close to 300 pounds. The last time he won, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was like. I That's mean, ridiculous. he was. That's massive. Well, it's like <laughs> it's like I was reading this thing the other day on uh, other rock. Like that's a that dude's a specimen. Yeah. <laughs> he's like yeah. what is he like six five like two eighty? Yeah, I mean he's solid. I and mean he's, he's like he's cut up too. Yeah, you know? he's cut too. He's yeah. like got abs at two hundred eighty pounds, and then you throw me in the mirror. I'm six three, two like ten or whatever, and there's a difference. Yeah. yeah. But he weighs more than me. Yeah. It's just it's all about like the training, and I really oh, yeah. I really do think like. It's, you know, it comes down to resources, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Well, and the, like what what you eat, like, I mean, I mean that's what I'm saying. The Rock has what he needs to eat. Yeah, like he's probably he's eating. Everything he's probably yeah. eating 300 grams of protein a day. He has someone cooking, <laughs> cooking food for him. decent food that's yeah. not like, like, and he's just paying whatever. It comes well, to yeah, and then when it comes to like stuff like that, like for movies and stuff, yeah. people will hire. Yeah, you know they'll hire a nutritionist. That's why when a lot of these people come out for, with, for their diet, when like The Rock comes out with like that little thing he did two years ago or a year ago, it was like jacked on a budget, mm-hmm. stuff like that. You need to take advantage of when people give you tips on stuff to do like that. Because yeah. if you can budget around it and be able oh, to get yeah. jacked with just the resources you have, like we're saying, that's yeah. something you yeah. can take advantage of. That's key. Yeah. <laughs> well, especially for us. Cause, yeah, because we, like, we're not poor. It comes in. down to on a budget. Yeah. Yeah, we're all on a budget. Everybody's on a budget. So, so like. Yeah, for sure. Um, we'll kind of roll into the next one. Um, it's important to achieve a relaxed state immediately after your training session when a majority, this is where a majority of muscle growth takes place. And then I kind of paired it up with um, another one. Most real development begins to occur after a workout. The Bulgarians found that 60% of your muscles repair and recover during, during this period. It is, in fact, when most of the changes occur in your body and response to the stress you have provided. Muscles react to stress by adapting and getting larger and stronger. To maximize these changes, you have to make necessary nutrients to your body. So I'm not really sure why I wrote that last part down. But. No, I, I think I get what he's saying. He's like, after you train, you should eat. Well, so it's yeah. like your metabolic window type or anabolic yeah. window yeah. after you lift. I think there is some science behind that because when I was actually focusing on stuff like that, I felt like I was actually a lot bigger. Yeah. Well, and I f- Jesus. I feel like um you think about it. If you go and work out early in the morning, um, which a lot of people do, and then they go to work for 8 or 9 hours, right? You know, and say you work at a stressful job environment, you know, like if you're working construction, I feel like your gains are just always being halted. Yeah. <laughs> like, but for I mean, any type of work environment is a kind of a stressful environment. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, if you're up and walking every day, or um, if you're doing, you know, just any type of work that's sometimes well, yeah, you know, sounds like different, like physical and mental. Yeah. Stress. You know, honestly, I'll off. You know, I wonder if it would almost be better to hit that workout after work, where you can go home and just relax. Yeah, um, like when it comes, you know what he's saying about like relaxing. He's yeah, like just making sure like, like after you've pushed your body, it it, it can rest, letting it yeah, yeah. letting it rest. Yeah. And, and if and if that's true about the sixty percent, you know, recovery. Then yeah, that's you, a lot of think, get or a, getting a protein shake in after you lift is very important. <laughs> very important, obviously. Well, sorry, sixty <laughs> percent of you know your muscles, you know, repairing and stuff. You know, after you work out, you yeah. know, I feel like. 
I wouldn't want to go put it in another stressful environment, you know, and that's why I'm saying I almost wonder if it's better to just like hit, hit it after you got to work or, you know, kind of like the last thing you do is go home and lay down basically or go eat dinner or something. Nothing stressful. Um, as far as working, um, I I think that leads into better sleep too. Yeah. I can see that. If you lift and then go home, shower, maybe relax for an hour or so, then Mm -hmm. go to bed. I think, I mean, and if you're, and obviously, like you just said, you can throw in, like, a lift, go home, drink a protein shake, chill for whatever, yeah. then, you know, uh, lay down or whatever. I feel like you're kind of really meshing all that success together because, one. Yeah, you're optimizing. Yeah, because your stress is low. You're yeah. sleeping. <laughs> yeah. uh, you're getting better sleep because you just worked out. Yeah. And you also, your body's tired. you also got that protein you needed after you work out, which is one thing I do a poor job of now. So. Really? What, you yeah. get protein in? Or no, uh, post, post-workout post eating. Most times, oh, like yeah. I told you the other night, like sometimes, like on Sundays, I'd go lift after the show. And we record at what, like? Yeah, eight thirty. I would go lift after we talked, and I'd go lift for like an hour, or so and then I'd mm-hmm. go home and go to bed. I just wouldn't eat anything. Yeah, and yeah. so no, yeah, that's you're probably not getting as much the maximum results. Yeah, you're not, I could. yeah, yeah. And and I think uh, I think a big part of it is sitting down and like thinking and putting ideas on paper. Like, what's the best way to maximize? Yeah, like you making progress. If that's sure. if that's you know, like, okay, for me, I feel like. I, for me, I feel like it's like getting at least eight hours of sleep. Like what I try to do, honestly, is just lay down at the point in time that's going to give me eight hours of sleep. I know yeah. if I like lay down at that time, I'm not going to get exactly eight hours, but I'm, I'm trying to basically give myself like a fifteen. Give minute, yourself a chance. Give myself yeah, like fifteen minutes to an hour to fall asleep. Yeah. And um, just being consistent with supplements. Yeah. I feel like that's another big one, and okay. I feel like. I feel like those two together go a long way, and then obviously you just got to be consistent with your yeah, training as well. For sure. But for as far as progress goes, I feel like those three things, and you know, like I'll have, I have like routines for each of those things. So I normally drink like amino acids in the morning. I normally drink a protein shake before I go to bed. Yeah. Um, you know, creatine before and after workout. Yeah. Um, and then sleep. Like I, I try not to drink like fluids before I go to bed. So I don't got to like wake up and pee or anything or, you know, anything like that, you know? And another big thing is I try not to be on my phone too much before I go to bed. Yeah. You know, people say like an hour, but like, let's be real. Like it's tough. You know, I just try to limit it as much as I can. Uh, I try to like, when I put my phone down, that's when I'm going to look at it. I'm going to pick it up and keep looking at it and stuff, you know, put it down. But as far as honestly, like, and I, and if this is true about, you know, getting, finding that relaxed state and. 60% 60% of your muscle recovery happens there, and that's where your muscles grow the most. Like, I probably don't do a very good job of finding a relaxed state, like, immediately after yeah. I work yeah, out. Yeah, no, I'd, And that, I like agree. I said, that's just hard because, like, my schedule's all over the place. Like, I might have to go coach a baseball game. I yeah, might I'd say, have, you're going like, to have stuff to do sometimes. Yeah. Well, there's always give and take with things like that. Yeah. That's well, why I think, like, like I said about getting a protein shake in, like – I mean, no, everybody does it, but I guess that's, like, really what it comes down to. It's, like, yeah. if you can get a quick protein shake in, like, a con- inconvenient and stuff. Yeah. I guess it... goes a long way. Yeah, like, 30 yeah. grams of protein is great for you after yeah. a workout. Yeah. Because, I mean, what, like, if you're trying to get... Even, like, for, like, the recommended, like, person, I guess, that doesn't isn't trying to build muscle, you know, it's, like, what, 60 grams of protein a day? Yeah, I'm not sure the exact number. I don't think it's it, that much. It's yeah, I mean, it's, it's around there, like 
My max grand might be 90. 30 grand is a lot. Yeah. For yeah. that. So, like, even for trying the, to get 150, 200 what grams is it of protein. Like the, what's the, what is it, people that do the food? Is that the FDA, the CDC, or whatever it is? Mm-hmm. No, CDC is, like, general health. FDA. Yeah. FDA. It does the food stuff. They say you should. Is that the nutrition facts? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I th- some them or somebody else. Yeah. Well, whoever does it. <laughs> Shout out to them people. Um, they recommend it's like 30 grams of protein per meal setting. You're supposed to eat three times a day. So it's like probably like 90 grams. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, add yeah. the protein shake to that and you're 120. <laughs> and especially like for trying to put on muscle. Like if you're, yeah, if you're trying to put on muscle. 150 to 200 grams. Like if you're trying to do a gram per protein per body pound. Fat or per fat or pound. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's so what I thought. 30 grams will also go a long way, I think. So, like. Helps you keep on muscle. It's all good stuff, yeah. All right. I, yeah, got a, I got a good one that I, we actually. It actually got brought up in, like, a podcast or two ago. But do you guys remember the discussion we had about squats and how, like, barbell squats mm-hmm. were more beneficial than, like, the leg press and stuff? Yes. So I was like, I can't remember where I read it from. It was from this book. So. Actually, it's a pretty cool discussion. Um, NMA levels is what it's called. Um, the first point I had is I'm just going to cover this whole topic. The higher an exercise stands in this system, the more demanding it will be on the nervous system. So kind of a quick overview. Level one. Let me get turn that light on. Level. Level one. Isolation exercise, exercises using... Uh, machines. These exercises provide the lowest level of NMA stimulation. Old style linear machines are actually more effective in activating and stimulating the nervous system than the variable resistance contraptions, whatever that, whatever that means. But research, research has shown you'll get a higher level of concentration in the biceps by having a machine where you can grab onto something and hold it. So that's the lowest level, like machines and stuff. Okay. Yeah. The highest level Level seven, moving your body through space. Your muscles will experience a higher level of NMA when you're moving your torso through space instead of merely moving your extremities. So, like, isolation um, versus... So, yeah, isolation, uh, like, machines and stuff. Like, level two um, is compound exercises performed with resistant machines. Level three is isolation exercises with non-variable resistant machines. Level four is non-variable resistant compound machine exercises. Did they give, like, examples of what those are? Oh, they may have, but I just didn't write them yeah. down. I think, I think I know. I think uh, I get what he's well, saying level, each level. Le- so listen to this. Level five is isolation exercise with free with free, free weight. Mm-hmm. Level four and five can be interchangeable at times. So isolation exercise, like bicep curls yeah. with, like, some dumbbells. Yeah. Um, level six is compound movements with free weights. Um, so, like, a bench press. Yeah, right? you know. Yeah. Uh, and I can actually read this one. Um, compound movements with free weights. Uh, phys- phys- physio- I'm not even trying to say it. You're also provided with a boost from free weight. Working with dumbbells on exercises can also provide um, optimum effectiveness. Since dumbbells aren't as predictable, they can twist, turn, roll off. The yeah. body senses it has to develop balance and equilibrium, and the muscles experience a higher level of NMA. It's basically saying like what your body has to go through using yeah. dumbbells and stuff. The fact that it could like twist, turn, roll. Yeah, that's you, what like your body, you, you're having to stabilize. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying the with time. the variable. Like, Regardless of if like you notice it or yeah. not, like 
you know, you pick up the dumbbells from a rack and carry them to a bench to do dumbbell bench. Yeah. yeah you hold you, them up, those dumbbells are only being held up because your, your body, arm. Yeah. yeah. And so your body's saying, okay, we got to hold it this way. Yeah. When it's, uh, I get what it's saying. Like when it's saying when you're using a machine, the machine's holding the machine it. The machine, ha- yeah, puts it in that place. Which yeah. is good for. I guess like you know super isolation, yeah. Probably a little like it says a little easier as well. Yeah, Yeah. and um, well, it was just it was just funny that um, that was brought up in one of our other podcasts with the squats, the squats, yeah. yeah, But um, I mean, if you think about that's true. Like, if you were to hop on like a machine program, like a machine only program, like you know, you're probably not going to see as many like. As good as results as if you were to start using free weights and yeah. now now i do believe machines have like their use yeah. Yeah. and um i believe like rehab you know machines are great for yeah. rehab and if you're you know, if you've like hurt something in your body or you're looking just to get back into things machines should probably be the way to go before you hop on the barbell yeah. or the dumbbell well, i feel like they're more like this is saying like your overall strength is better is what i got from it like, from like the, well no it's just it's going to be better it's going to like produce more it's gonna results be be, it's going to be better for your body it's going to put more stress yeah. on your nervous system like the higher the level you are so level seven moving your body through space yeah um like I, i'm i'm guessing they're probably talking about like maybe like a power clean or maybe like a full squat you know, like yeah. you're having to move your body well, yeah, through space. Like that's what, like a squat. Like you, you just have weight on your shoulders. Yeah, yeah. and like your body is doing the rest of the work. Yeah, yeah. So I, gonna, like, yeah, like that's the thing about like you're saying, like if someone were just to be on like a machine only, mm-hmm. um, unless they're just hitting crazy amounts of core, their core <laughs> is going to be completely gone because that like squat is like one of the best things for your core. Yeah, yeah. Because like I said, the stabilize. Yeah, your yeah. body has stabilized. I mean. When you're on that machine, you're really just using your lower extremities, like it says. When you're using the squat, like, you know, you're sitting that barbell on your back. Your shoulders yeah. is t- holding something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you so then your core's in into it. Yeah. yeah. And then, it's going to fall off. Yeah. And then you're obviously your back and legs and whatnot. Yeah. So this, um, the last note I put here was training through training in levels four to seven. So. Level four was non-variable resistance compound machine exercises. What, what like, non-variable resistance? Like, what do you think that would be? I have like, no idea. I'm, like, I'm, a, honestly, like a plate-loaded machine kind of? No, I think when it means non-variable, like, there's nothing. I think that means, like, there's nothing that's, like, the stationary. Like, the variable, var- something that's variable can change, obviously. Yeah. So, non-variable is. I'm saying, like, plate-loaded machines. You know? Yeah, like, I, a, like a leg press like, or something. That's a plate-loaded machine. Is different. Just once they might they might not be able to hear you. A plate loaded machine is different than one of those like life fitness machines. Yeah, yeah. you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I, I get what you're saying. Like you now. have like the plate loaded, you're controlling it still. I think I think the levels are strictly based off what is like obviously the best is like you know Tyler had the best explanation when you're doing barbell curls, you know, or like when you said you're on the bench, your body. You know, you might think that this is easy just holding it there, but your body's actually doing yeah, work it, on yeah. it. Yeah, it's, it's working the whole I, time. So I think it goes by level as in, you know, obviously level one, the machine's doing a lot of the holding and the placing. Yeah, You're just pulling yeah. for a certain yeah, bicep yeah. or leg or something as it goes up. So however you want to interpret that, I guess. You know, I never, you know, I don't really know, um, like, specifically what, like, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, I don't really know what, like, non-variable resistant compound machine, like, I don't know what that but, is. Uh, but, like, so, I, I'm just thinking of, like, the difference between, like, um, like, a hammer press 
you know, like a hammer press yeah. chest machine. Was it? And that, and that, and that might like well, a well, life fitness well, one that like you Luke, put the pin in. Well, well, what I was just gonna do is like that'll be something we follow up on on the next show. Is I'm yeah. gonna get okay, okay. answers okay, for yeah. all of these. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's basically said training and levels four to seven, where the most where is where the most and the real NMA is effective. And then it also says this is not to say that exercises found from levels one to three are useless. Yeah. Um, they're convenient, easy to understand and use, and there's a low risk of injury involved, and they're excellent for rehab, like we discussed. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but that is something no. we'll follow up on for sure because that that right there can – it's a great conversation to have, and it's great to learn and know and understand. Um, when I was reading this book, I didn't really think uh, about what it was. And like I said, the book may have had examples. And I just yeah. never wrote it down. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll move on to the next one. That's a good point, though. Um, this was kind of in check with the um, the BMR. It athletes have higher nutritional requirements than the average person, and that athletes performing two a day training sessions have even greater requirements. Athletes may need five to ten thousand calories per day to recover and perform at their highest levels. Wait, now, how much did it say? Five to ten thousand calories. Well, this it also mentions their highest levels. It also mentions athletes doing two a day training sessions. Oh. Yeah. So like you got to think uh, like yeah, you'd have to if you did two a day. But you got to think about like Michael Phelps, like he was getting like eight or nine thousand, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah. JJ Watts getting like ten, well, yeah. ten, well, ten thousand. I, I do, I do, I do. Like I said, <laughs> obviously, when these people have resources, it's a little different. Yeah. So they can make the most of what they got. They know exactly what they need to be. But when in terms of like the average Joe and stuff, like one of the things I was reading on. Something about Schwarzenegger the other day, people don't take consideration like the difference between like you walking at your job or yeah. you just walking in your house or whatever. That counts as calories burned because your body's yeah. burning calories to do that. But you got to so. think about an athlete though. Like, like I'm thinking for an example, like when we're going through fall camp during football season, we're up early and we got a two hour football practice. Okay, we're going to burn a lot of calories right there. Yeah. And then in the evening, sometime we're going to probably lift weights for an hour. And then, like, that's a lot of calories. I would probably say, and this is just to me a rough estimate. I, I feel like, I mean, honestly, I feel like five to 10,000 is, is right. I feel like you, like, a normal day on the football field, you probably need a decent amount. And yeah. then you add the weightlifting session in there and then everything else in between. Like you said, I mean, you're walking around, you're burning calories, but, like, you need food. Like, in five to 10,000, I mean, you're going to probably start losing weight if you're eating anything less than 3,000. Yeah, I was th- I was gonna, I was gonna say I was gonna say four is probably a good number. Well, four for like certain people. Like yeah. you got to think about think about a big defensive lineman. Yeah, like he needs food to keep. Like if he's <laughs> two if he's two seventy five or plus, he needs food. That's where it differs to like who you are. Yeah, I mean obviously yeah, yeah. one hundred and sixty pounds. Well, the thing defensive. is also like your lifestyle. Like you know your body's gonna become a, like all right. We got practice in the morning. Yeah, it's gonna raise automatically. You're like you're resting calories for them. They're gonna be they're gonna jump oh, yeah. up. Plus, you're gonna keep adding the workouts. Yeah, yeah. You know? And so, well, so like yeah, like you're like say two seventy five is doing this. How many times y'all do it a week? Shoot, it's like it's like two weeks. It's camp, you yeah. know. It's two three so, weeks yeah, long. So, and then say during mid season stuff, 
Yeah. I just I just don't think them putting a number on that's good because I don't I don't, well, I don't think that's like so he's doing that he's already gonna need like thirty five hundred. Well, I was about to say it's just 4, a thousand calories regardless. It's just a range, and he's and it's not just like a number like you got to follow to a T. Obviously, like people, everybody's different. Yeah. But he's saying like five to ten thousand is probably what you need like to be a high level athlete and you know recover well and. You know, do what you got to do. I mean, like, I honestly, like the average like resistance workout is four hundred to seven hundred calories. Do what? The average resistance workout is four hundred to seven hundred yeah. calories. It lasts what, an hour. But what if you're lifting more weight and you're gonna burn more calories? Essentially, yes. And so, if we're saying an average, well, you got well, but you got to think like. <laughs> so if, if an average is four hundred to seven hundred, that's taking into consideration some guys probably lifting more, some well, guys probably not. And so plus another workout. Well, a football practice. Okay, so, so that's at best that's fourteen hundred. Football so practice thirty four hundred. Football practice alone is going. Not, not from a guy that's two hundred seventy five pounds. <laughs> but to average it, to, I, I, I'm just I'm saying. Like, no, I mean, I, I, this is a good conversation. I mean, I, I get what you're saying, but I'm just saying like. Ten thousand is a little much. No, oh yeah, but uh, well, that, that's just the range, five to ten thousand. Yeah, like you were saying, yeah. it's the range. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's true. But he's not. He's not saying you have to eat ten thousand calories a day. You eat every single day, this guy needs to eat ten thousand calories. I don't think. I. I mean, I, I think, think that's really high. Yeah, I mean, I feel like yeah, yeah, it's not. Like I feel like I can't even do it if I, I want. Mean, what ten thousand? Yeah, that that's a lot of. Food. Depends on how much you're training. I mean, if you're like if. You, if I mean, if you're doing two a days. And I mean, I could easily see where a bodybuilder that lifts. Well, that well, has three sessions a day. Yeah, I mean, that's maybe, that's a little different. That's but he's what I'm saying, saying he never could see himself doing that. Like, well, put yourself in their shoes. Yeah. Well, and also your BMR goes up with the more muscle you have because it takes more calories to feed muscle. That's what I'm saying. And, so, and well, it also goes up with the more activity you're doing. So if you're hitting a two-hour plus football workout, and, you have more muscle. <laughs> and then a lift. And you have more muscle, I, you're already I, burning I, a ton of. I calories. agree. And your sleep's probably screwed up, which that's more unnecessarily burned calories. I agree to a certain extent, but you also got to take in the factors of like in the football practice. How much are we moving, really? Well, Sometimes okay. we're standing. Okay, well, it's in. This is in August, and um, well, I'm talking about football camp. Yeah. Like I'm using football camp as examples. Yeah. It's in August. Well, this it's is probably good, it's good. probably eighty plus. You know, it maybe if you go in the morning, it's not as hot, but you can't burn calories based off heat. That only happens in a sauna when you get above 107 degrees, and so at 107 degrees, your body will start to then sweat out. It'll have to burn calories because it's so hot. So. I don't know if we get that effect in football. I'm just telling you facts. <laughs> no, but, uh, but like, I mean, but you got to, like, then you throw in you're high, pads yeah, and you're stuff. High <laughs> I mean, I agree. You're going to sweat, but that's water weight. Okay, so, so you're, are you trying to say that you shouldn't? I'm not. Like, what are you trying to say? Like, because I, I think, I feel like 5,000 is, four I, to 5,000. I feel 000. like 5,000 is a, is a good number for. I feel like four, I feel like, honestly, I feel like four is probably the minimum i would want players eating because like oh, during yeah. football season they like they do meal checks like yeah. you have to come and eat yeah or you're like in trouble i'm not i'm not three <laughs> meals a day I'm not, I'm not sitting here saying that like oh god that guy's eating five thousand calories we should crucify him no i'm not saying that i'm just saying like okay a good example greg Doucette. He's yeah. one of the, he's been an ifb pro for so many years yeah. or whatever he's still pretty jacked at 50 years old and he lifts twice a day yeah eats 3500 calories yeah 
And so... How, how long is his lift sessions, dude? Well, he's jacked. I mean, I got, but... But but and how much does he he's weigh? like no, I think he's like two fifty or something. He's like two fifty, like five, I think he's two fifty. Yeah. yeah, he's a little he's a little little big ball of muscle. So like Ronnie Coleman was like three hundred pounds. And so he's gonna require more. Like it says, it he, does vary. He had to be eating five thousand calories a day. I'm, if, okay, how about to maintain? This? To maintain. I'm about, how about this? You want your athletes maintaining that? Yeah. Way, right? How about this? Let's break it down even more specific. If we were Tyler in his upcoming camp and what we were going through. What he was going through. If I was sitting here and I was saying how much I think he should eat, I would say five thousand is a good number. Yeah. Anything more, I don't think that would be very accurate. You think it'd be? I think five thousand to six thousand is good. If you for me, uh, for me, right? For you. During okay. That three now, now, you, now you think about a, a two hundred seventy-five pound dude. But I, I, I just, <laughs> I just said for you, and also I'm gonna throw this in there. When you start getting above six and seven thousand calories, then you must be a professional athlete. Or a bodybuilding pro, because I, I really don't. Th- there's no. You, you don't think that just somebody bigger would require more unless they're a professional or a bodybuilder. Yeah, there's. I mean, like, okay, 300 pound right guard, okay, for Winston State, that body metabolistic rate is probably like 200, 2,800 calories. That guy's not moving enough to eat 8,000 calories a day. No way. That's 5,000 calories burned. No way. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just saying. I, 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 so I mean, I I think that's a lot. So if you're saying I should be eating four to five, but like, and you're saying he, six he, to seven is, is is the max for the fatter guys. Yeah. I just don't. What if, I, what I just, if you're well, we, what if you're like under two eighty five, like pro well, defensive line defensive. Well, well there's 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 easily guys there's easily guys that I play with that are like. That are two ninety plus, uh, and I understand. So you say so you. I, I understand. It's only twenty eight hundred. Like their base. Well, okay. Like I feel like it has to be just. They'd have to be carrying around burning more calories than that. Okay, <laughs> I'm standing by what I said. Okay. So, so sixty seven is the the max. I think at max. the at that level of athlete in college. Now again, unless he's a Division one or NFL prospect, you know guys like Najee Harris and them big time players. There is no freaking way that some of them guys are strong enough or have enough muscle that they should be consuming eight thousand calories a day. No way. Okay, but I got I got, I got one them, more. But I got, some of them should. I got. One I, more I just to... I just don't. I, I, no, I, after experience after experiencing running ten miles a day. Not 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 and knowing, off season. Not off season though. Like during season. How about that? <laughs> it's lower. <laughs> During season, they should consume less calories. The, they're not. They're not. Camp's way harder than. Camp, no, camp is way yeah. harder. But yeah, camp's I, way I, harder. No, they only that. play once a week. How many times are you lifting during the season? Less than you do in the summer. I mean, I for sure, like probably two or three, maybe two. So or three times why are we week. eating more so we get fatter? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm saying for recovery. What are we recovering, recovering like, from? We're doing what, less. What, what well, practice is not easy. I mean, I'm not saying it's it like, is. This ain't West Stokes practice. I'm not, I'm not saying, saying it is. I'm talking about like NFL guys, like J.J. Yeah. Watt. Well, I'm using this reference. Okay. okay. Well, well, A reference before, that we before know. Before we get into yeah, this discussion, before, we get, before we get into this discussion, I, I want to ask Luke something. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> this might have been the best so, podcast we've had. So why, the why does, what separate <laughs> what separates a college NFL prospect that plays defensive line 
versus a guy that's not a prospect because they're probably doing the same. That's that's a fair thing. So so why should the NFL prospect eat more than the guy who's not an NFL prospect? Let me tell you. I'm asking. Okay. <laughs> I got, I got a good, I got a good, I got a good reason. He knows exactly I got a good reason why. behind, and it's scientifically backed. Okay, so who's the biggest defensive lineman at Winston State? I mean, like off the top of my head, I don't, I'm, I'm, I, but he's probably he's over three. He's probably over. He's probably three hundred or more. Three hundred more. Well, no, I, I don't know about that, but like the biggest dude on Winston State's team is probably is probably over three hundred pounds for sure. How about let me rephrase that? So who's who's the biggest? But with the best muscle muscle qualities. So I mean, like, off the top of my head, I, I don't know for sure. So with their size and their their strength is equally about the same. So I'm not a, someone who's just fat. Someone who's kind of. Well, I, I'm just I'm just asking, well, like what what separates a guy that's at Wake Forest and is a professional prospect versus a guy at Winston Salem State that is just he's a starter that he you know he plays and he does he trains hard he wants to be okay. as, the best he can maybe. Maybe try to get a shot at the NFL because that's not like that's not Unfeasible. out the window yeah, at, a, at a Division two level. I mean, Winston State has put guys in the NFL, um, but I just I don't get where that that like separates where the guy that's going to the NFL is eating two thousand or more or or eating yeah. a lot more calories. Okay, versus can, I, the guy. Can, can, I, can I say? Yeah, I get. Okay, but you keep asking like who has more well, muscle. Well, because and because strength. I'm t- I don't I'm know. trying to use like the best possible example, but no, we'll, we'll, we'll go just straight like this. What I want to say. So we'll use just a good defensive lineman in the NFL. Okay. Um, Yader, gross mate, gross mate, whatever his name is for the Panthers. He's like six five, like two eighty. He's pretty good muscle. He's like probably okay. five to four percent body fat. Pretty jacked. Okay. Yeah. Six five, two eighty. Okay. Now that guy is probably resting. So BMR is probably anywhere from like twenty eight. Oh, to hold on. So you said four to five percent body fat. Four to five percent body yeah, fat. No, That's insane. Like he's yeah. he's, he's like, jacked. He, he could get on stage right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah. He's jacked. <laughs> these, these guys are jacked. Like Cam, I mean, I'm not Cam, saying he's not Cam, jacked. Cam Newton's like is like six percent. He's a quarterback. Uh, yeah, that I mean, makes more sense than a big a defensive line. I mean, I well, get, defensive yeah. end is the most athletic guy on the field. Okay, I, th- I was thinking he's maybe a defensive lineman. Right. No, no, he's, well, a, I mean, he's a defensive lineman, but I was thinking he's like a three technique. No, <laughs> so. he's he's like a five. He's like an edge rusher, okay. someone who's just okay. super. I, I can maybe see that. Yeah. I can maybe see he's, that. He's uber athletic, like Khalil Mack. Okay. Someone who's just uber. I'm four to five percent is still crazy. But. Yeah, well, like Khalil Mack's like that range. Yeah, and um, so what I'm getting at is like his BMR is probably like. 29 to 3,200 calories a day. So that means if he just sat in his bed, did nothing, yeah. he could eat that much and not gain a pound and keep his muscle. Okay. He goes through two-a-day workouts with yeah. that BMR. The The workouts don't change how much you burn just because you're more jacked. You're still doing the same energy that someone else is doing. But you're... The more jacked you are, the more BMR you have. I just put that in. I just put that into the conversation with his BMR resting rate is around three thousand probably. Yeah. So him resting for sure. Yeah. yeah. So that doesn't change the fact that him eating and whatnot is changed with just his workouts. So if he do two a days, he's probably burning a thousand a day or a thousand a workout because his is probably a little more advanced than the average Joe. So, so you're saying you're saying him eating three thousand calories is enough for him to maintain if he did nothing. And if he ate 4,000 calories, he would maintain doing something. Doing one workout a day. Now, he does two a days in the NFL. They do one in the morning, one in the afternoon. Yeah. So he's at 3,000 plus 2,000 is 5,000. He's at 5,000 a day. You throw in practice. They do two a days in those two. So he's at 7,000. Probably a little more for practice because... You know they're they're moving around. They're probably getting more out of their so two hour practice. 8, a day. Probably okay. like probably like fifteen hundred to practice. So yeah, he's okay. at eight thousand. Then the personal trainers will come in and say, "All right, you're at eight thousand calories a day. That's your maintenance. Are we trying to gain or lose?" 
Okay, but l- and, wait, and so then we f- we flipped to Winston Salem State. This no, is no, no, the no, no, no. Let me go back to my question because I ask about a college NFL prospect, not a guy that's in the NFL. Well, <laughs> them guys in college are about the same. They're probably them BMRs are probably, but at, their schedule's probably not the same. No, but I was using I was using the NFL comparison. There's a big there's a big gap between that and like any college guy, not just Winston Salem State. Most of them college guys are not the same. They they probably don't need to eat that much. I. Re- I re- I don't think y'all understand how hard it is to burn five thousand calories in. No, it, I, I, it's I, extremely. I understand difficult. how hard that is, but and like how uh, how do you know? I ran ten miles a day and and for for like six <laughs> six to seven weeks. You were burning five thousand calories. Nowhere near. That was only probably like. But running doesn't burn as much as like lifting, and short like interval training. That's a different dog for another time. I, That's I mean, true, though. I mean, I mean, well, like I just said, the average workout per hour of resistance training is 400 to 700 calories. Well, I, I just want to know how a college NFL prospect should eat more than a normal. They're, they're doing more. I mean, they are. But how? <laughs> two a days, two practices, and don't get don't sit here and tell me that all these NFL guys are not getting more out of their workouts. No, I'm talking about an college. NFL prospect. Oh well, that, that's what that was the whole. Those well, same. Well, they aren't. They're sim- they're simply NFL players, just not there yet. So they're they're doing something different than everybody else is. Okay, so so they're doing more. So me and you both know an NFL prospect that we played against in high school. Yeah. I'm not gonna say any names. <laughs> yeah. When you think he's doing more than some other dudes? Gotta be. <laughs> Gotta be. Let's be real. Now he might be doing other things that are probably frowned upon outside of that, but. He's got to – them guys, that just don't happen. That just don't – you don't get to look like that and play like that. That just don't happen. But, it, 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 but like, there's people on – that are just naturally gifted. They are. And they and they go through these programs and they're and they're, they're just better than people. They are. And and I'm not sitting here saying, like – But, but no, I, I just don't get how, like, a normal college athlete that's, that's not necessarily an NFL prospect – like okay, so you look at you look at there's two guys at Wake Forest, mm-hmm. or we'll use Alabama. We'll use Alabama's left side on their offensive line, their left guard and their left tackle. Their left guard is and he's not an NFL prospect. Their left tackle is, and they probably do this, the same thing, right? But one needs to, to, one to, needs to eat more than the other. Well, the NFL the NFL prospect thing might have been a bad jump. I'm just saying like top tier athletes and the tier below. Or the tier below okay. that. Okay, that, that. The NFL prospect thing might have been a bad way to Okay, explain. okay, okay. okay but, <laughs> That's what I got fired but, up about. But, like, I'm just saying, like, the top-tier athletes, they need the seven to 10,000 or whatever. I just don't think, like the – guy, The guys that are, like – yeah, I, okay, I get what you're saying. Like, J.J. Watt is, is doing more than a yeah. guy at Winston-Salem State, obviously. Well, not even just him. He's probably doing more than the third-string guy at Alabama. I mean, I mean, I'm sure he is, yeah. and he needs. To, I'd say he definitely. He eats. He needs more food because of that. Yeah, and I, that's where I'm saying. But that's I just the okay. I just wanted to, to I'm, clear I, that up because yeah, I mean, no, I get I get how that could have been misinterpreted. Yeah, I mean, it's very misinterpreted. Yeah, I, I, I can't even remember where we started. <laughs> but I'm I'm just saying like there I there's no way in my mind that someone <clears> at a a college just an average Joe is eating ten thousand calories a day. That's impossible. I mean, I, I, not, I, yeah. I think we all agreed on that. Yeah. Or it was even six or seven's a lot. <laughs> and uh, yeah, like, that's doing nothing. Yeah, I agree. Well, not just doing nothing, doing everything. Like that's still a lot. I don't think uh, to burn that many calories is is extremely <laughs> well, hard. I, to I, do. I, I, yeah, the topic. I, 
Let's move on. What's next? <laughs> We're about out, man. Uh, that was a, that was a good. That was a good discussion. We need more of that. Yeah, we did need more of that. Um, let's see if we. It got cold out here quick in the summer. I don't know how that happened. If we've um. It, it, it's cold. Oh yeah, I want to discuss the one about uh, amino acids. God, we go from, yes. we go from this extreme topic to it on amino acids. <laughs> okay. <laughs> discuss amino acids. Okay. It says you should avoid taking amino acids in powder form. What? High-quality aminos come in tablet form. What tablet form? Tablet I've form. Never heard, I've never even known where you can buy that. I've never heard of tablet form. Well, I mean, not yet. <laughs> um, the, the, I've, it, it, never, I've actually never saw amino acids in tablet form. I haven't either. Actually, now that I think about it, I do think I've seen one up there at GNC. And, it's, and I don't know the, the truth behind it, but, I mean, it's something to consider moving forward. Yeah, I mean, um, I guess, yeah, like look into it, but I. Well, they say like, I always think about. I mean, it would be easier to take. Honestly. Well, they they like say a lot, a lot of times like, like, like stuffs and pills is more thing. direct anyway. Because it's going to break down your stomach rather than what could be in the powder that could get lost in your system. I guess. Well, you know? the, I think the the big thing about the powder is you can add a lot of stuff in there. It's just not. What I mean, I'm not saying you can't. In, stuff, I'm not yeah. saying you can't in the tablet form. Well, it's a lot harder. It's a lot smaller. Yeah, but. You know, think about how much easier it is to add something into a powder. Yeah. yeah. You know, to add like sugars or just unnecessary crap. Um, yeah. And supplement companies mean. specifically are they're sneaky because they're not they're not as regulated as like you know um, like food is. They're not. Yeah. Because yeah, it's not FDA. None of it's FDA approved. Yeah. So I like, mean, it's you, all you, like based you, on what the, their lab that makes it says. Yeah. So it's easier to sneak stuff in and. Um, like I said, I've never really looked into it, but I just wanted to bring it to the top to the table because we, you know, we're all the time trying new supplements, and yeah. we're all the time. I mean, I love branch chain amino acids. Yeah. I mean, I'm a big. I take them every day. Uh, I feel yeah. like they're. I don't take them enough, probably. I feel like. I like them. I feel like uh, if I had to choose one, I feel like that's probably what I would stick with. You know. I don't know. I, I, I just feel the recovery problem. Like yeah. I can tell if I'm sore. Yeah. Or not based on whether I had some or not. Yeah, some or not. For those that can't see us right now, the energy has dipped after the last conversation. <laughs> I, was <a> heat, heat. <laughs> I was really trying to figure out the entire point. Well, just the whole the whole NFL prospect versus non-NFL prospect. Well, just got. I mean, which I understand now. I understand where you're coming yeah, from. I'm the just, top, the top tier athletes obviously need more calories. Yeah, because they're doing more. They're doing. That more. was just what I meant to say. I guess I kind of misworded. Well, that. yeah, you misworded yeah. it, and it, 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 it <laughs> triggered. It triggered <laughs> it tr- people. It triggered. <laughs> because you know, think about it. A high like Alabama's second string quarterback versus Alabama's first string quarterback. Like they're probably going through similar same, same, similar same stuff. stuff. He might be doing more. He might be doing less. Depends on how talented he is. Yeah. But. Like, let's be real. They're probably doing the same thing. I, I'm, the, the, I guess what got me saying what I was saying, I, 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 could just, I could just picture in my head some fat guy for some school just saying, oh, I need to eat 9,000 calories just because I'm out here playing football all day. No. Uh, I don't think no, that no. – I could just see them like, no. Nah. It's all based on what they do. What you're doing. The amount of work. And then I think – and this is totally off topic, but I think all that stuff does come down to how well the nutrition staff is at the school. <laughs> and well, like, I mean, yeah. I mean, that you think about it, you know. Like high level D one, yeah. Versus mid mid major yeah. or lower. Like let's be real. Like they're probably like high level D ones have more resources. They have multiple strength and conditioning coaches. They have multiple n- nutritionists. Nutritionists. Yeah. <laughs> and like it's just like it's 
like clockwork for them. Like they're working around the clock and they don't have to think about anything. They just go and eat what they're told or they put into their body what's needed, what's being recommended to them. And it's not like, it's not a thinking, not a thinking game. You think like these, these schools that don't have the resources, they might have one strength and conditioning coach. They probably don't have a new, like a nutritionist. They're probably just relying like so solely on the food that's in the cafeteria. They can't have healthier options. They can't have well, it's just like, more protein or not. You know, like it's just. I mean, look, this, uh, that, I guess that's the difference. I mean, how many yoke guys play for Alabama? <laughs> You're not going to find a guy on that sta- on that sideline that's probably not yoked. Yeah. And then you look at another school that maybe don't have the resources like you're talking about. They're not going to have. There'll be guys in there because you know, like I said, some guys work harder than others. Some mm-hmm. guys do have resources that others. Well, don't. Some guys are just genetically better. Yeah. And that, that's where I was trying to. And that's just another point I was trying to get to. Like. Some people have to work harder. Like, to get to the next level from college is hard, and you're going to have to work hard. You're never just going to be able to rely on your natural abilities to get to the – like, you're going to have to put some work in. But some guys, it's easier than it is for others. Like, some guys have to work harder than others because they're just more – they're not as naturally gifted. Well, yeah, it's just like, I mean – I was sitting there like last year when Kyle Pitts was, you know, in the draft process and whatever. I watched his day in a life thing and like what he would do postseason, like yeah. preparing for the combine and like NFL mini camps and stuff. Yeah. And it was just like they talked about what he was eating a day. He was eating 7,000 calories a day. And that dude's joked. Yeah. And so I was just thinking like, wow, if that dude's eating that much, then someone who's not doing that amount of work, like how much should they be eating? Well, I think I think it was just a broad discussion yeah, about yeah, athletes athletes doing mul- multiple sessions a day. They probably need five to ten thousand yeah, calories. What, I, I agree. Yeah, I mean, I guess I just but, got. But I, it didn't go. That's like like it all based on like individual. What saying, it's yeah. what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, and then like you got to think like then someone like. Uh, Eddie Hall or whatever that dude eats like fifteen thousand calories a day. Yeah, when he was in well, prime he's, or he's training, and 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 these notes are really really good because it actually breaks down like it talks about like workouts and like you. There's other discussions in here, yeah. and yeah. Um, it's like talking about like working out. Like the most effective way to work out is work out in like forty five minute yeah. cycles, and because if you're like trying to be a bodybuilder, you know you might want to do a forty five minute cycle, go eat, go recover, come back again. Go eat, go recover, do it again. You can do that three or four times a day. Yeah. If you're a serious, serious yeah. bodybuilder, you could easily hit four or five of those sessions a day. And I mean, that's what like these like IFBB people are doing. Yeah, like, you know, they're, they're, going, they're, they're, they're not, going in two, three times minimum a day. Yeah, and they're not in there. And see, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Of, that's what they I'm, still need a ton of calories. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like the like again, IFB Pro, whatever it's called, like the top tier guys, they're definitely going to need more than them guys that aren't placing every year. Because they're doing more work. But those guys that, those guys that aren't placing every year. I'm not saying that they don't need a lot of calories either. (laughs) They might still be doing as much as like, like you can't. I mean, obviously, like bodybuilding is a hard sport to be successful in. Like seriously, because like think about it, Jay. Think about like Jay Cutler. Like a lot of guys are probably on similar things than Jay Cutler are. Like similar training, similar calories, similar food. But it's just like Jay Cutler's just like maybe genetically more gifted. I agree. I agree. Like genetics yeah, have like a lot he, to do with he it. He has like four Mr. Olympias compared yeah. to somebody who, or like freaking Ronnie Coleman. Like Jay Cutler was placing second to him. Yeah. Eight years in a row. Eight, yeah, forever. And I'm not. I'm not sitting here because saying that Ronnie the guy Coleman was 
that much better. Like, he's just better. Bigger. Yeah, yeah I'm not bigger, saying better. like the guys below Coleman and all them don't need to eat. Yeah. But I am saying, and this kind of falls out of line with the, with the topic a little bit, but like they're the best because they do do something different. Yeah. Yeah, they do have like a genetic makeup that's probably a little better than everybody else. But I do. I fully you can overcome. You can overcome. Yes, genetics that's what I'm saying. I, I fully believe like. They eat more, they get bigger, and they do all that because they train better. They train more efficient. They train more, probably. Yeah. I'm not sitting here saying them other guys don't work hard because they do. Look at them. They're humongous. <laughs> but there's a reason Jay Cutler is a lot better than some, someone else. His steroids are just better. <laughs> well, no, I mean, but, no, but, I mean, speaking about that, like, like Louis Simmons talked about, like, steroids and how, like, better you can recover when you're on them and yeah. stuff. Like, think about how big of a role that plays in, like, if like, – because it says in the book – it says in the book, a 45-minute, like, training session typically takes two hours to fully recover from. Like, if you add, like... Roids in there. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that might shorten it to an hour, 30 We're not minutes. Promoting roids, and that's promoting roids, And that's fully recovered, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not sitting here saying, no, go buy some steroids, no, but... If you if you want to, if you would want to be, a, like, I have Phoebe bodybuilder, <laughs> yeah. go buy You're steroids. You're going to, yeah. <laughs> but, no, Again, we're not saying go buy steroids, but if you're going down that route, yeah, you, Luke's saying you if you're if steroids. you're a college prospect, <laughs> in, in co- you steroids. need to do steroids. No, we're not saying that. They're they're nah. full crap. We're not saying that. No, yeah, get in trouble for that. I'm mean, not, <laughs> not saying that. Not saying that. No, um, no. That's that's all I got. I, I mean, mean, but I mean, I thought we've had good discussion. I mean, like I say, I mean, I really think when in, ter- when in terms of that, like. You eat as much as you work. I mean, That's you true. do. I mean, yeah, yeah. So, and because a lot of people use that as an excuse, because I know plenty of like all the time going to that gym up there in King. Like, oh, I need to eat this much because I work out. No, that's way too much. That's why you're kind of big. Come well, in. and and and, and, <laughs> and, and, and another, got a belly on you, buddy. Another thing <laughs> is like your goals. Like, if you're trying to put on weight, you need you need more. You know, if you're trying to to cut weight, we we've talked about this yeah. before. And it's just kind of like we're, we're kind of repeating ourselves now, but like. If that dude at the gym is like, I need to eat more, there's a reason he's probably saying that. I mean, it's probably not because he's just trying to maintain what he's been doing. I, I just, I don't know. I, I don't know. Some of the people out there do know what they're doing. Though. Yeah, some of, them, some of the guys up there, they're jacked. They're yoked. We probably could take a few yeah, lessons tips. from them. Some could definitely put some bad tips out there. Yeah. though. <laughs> so, you never know. Uh, that was good. Good discussion right there. good talk. Good discussion. How much, how much time we got left? Five minutes. Wow, this might be the first time for five minutes. We've someone's been speechless. We don't have nothing to talk about. Well, it's time to end the show then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good discussion. Um, we'll be back soon. Yeah. <laughs> the Spartans, Sunday. the Spartan Super Sunday. Um, hopefully, hopefully, good luck to Tyler. Everybody yeah, wish Tyler good luck. Hopefully, we can get back Sunday evening and if discuss. Still alive. Yeah, be alive. discuss the uh, results. Discuss results. Hopefully, I finish in the pack. <laughs> yeah. Nah, but it'll be fun. And, um. Yeah, we'll um, we'll we'll see you guys uh next week. Was that episode what number nine? Episode nine, almost double digits. There we go. (laughs) Peace. Yep.